Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, if you're one of those people, if I'm one of those people, thank you so much for coming back. But for everyone out there who's new to the show, welcome. Feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer, soda, water, energy drinks in the fridge. Uh, Cheers. Cheers, buddy. I'm sitting here today with uh, an individual whomst I have known for several years. Oh, dude. Whomst I've known uh, through the local music scene, which is probably obvious considering this is a Pittsburgh music podcast for any of you, any of you new ding dongs out there. Uh, But for those of you that do not know, everybody, please make some noise for my friend. And I'm going to call you by your stage name to keep this official. Yeah. Yak the Atlas. Hey there, what's up? Hello. <laughs> yeah, thanks, buddy. Oh my god. You know, it's really weird because honestly, like, I've I've known about you even since like I found you on MySpace in like 2006, like prime, like emo Jake 2006, listening to like all sorts of weird stuff. Found your like old 2006 psych stuff. I could not name a single thing from it for you. But, like, it's so, like, kind of surreal. Like, when we, like, first started, like, interacting in Back Alley Sound and, like, you know, walking around with, like, the Three River Circus crew and stuff like that. Like, I was like, this is wild. So it's even wilder for me now to just be like, I followed you on MySpace or whatever, friended you on MySpace in, like, 2006. And, like, we never communicated or anything. And now it's just, like, here we are today. It's very interesting. Like, I've always kind of, like, thought it was surreal that, like, it was just, like, once upon a time, I just found you on MySpace, and now we're homies. Like, yeah, no, I, I think that you know the world is very small, and I'm convinced that good people find each other eventually. Yeah, for sure, dude. It's been um, you're it, not one of those good people. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely garbage trash man. Me and you know it. Me and Miles just living in PBR boxes on the side of the highway. <laughs> <laughs> totally. So. Uh, jake aka yak the atlas aka emo jake that could be your other <laughs> emo jake that should have been be, your um, stage name it'll be like my hollywood undead cover band okay. <laughs> <laughs> was that was that the, was that the shit when you were younger oh for sure i mean like i was i was kind of all over the place when i was younger like i would just like i was listening from anything from like I couldn't even tell you at this point because it was just like I, I remember getting like a victory record CD and that formed a lot of stuff. And then a buddy burned me like a Circus Survive CD and then I like branched out from there. And then like hip hop was just kind of always around for that. And so I've just been kind of like fusing stuff together with this, with at yeah. least like trying to add as many different kind of like flavors as I can to that, what, what's going on. That's the really interesting thing I think about hip hop in the past decade is that it's really infiltrated every aspect of pop culture it's really hard to watch or hear anything without yeah seeing sure. some sort of hip-hop influence in you know it, right? a lot of people like are like it's kind of like the like the, you hear like hip-hop's the new like rock and roll like and i just i think that like in one sense of it is it's i think it's mainly because you can genre blend so much in it and that you, you can like kind of get a little bite of anything yeah from, like like there's just like um there's like some just really weird art rappers out there who just like kind of have like nonsensical atonal beats like like Milo or Open Mike Eagle, something like that. Or then you have like um, maybe just some more of the like the um, 
what are they called? They're up in Minnesota. It's uh, like the guys that it's like Aesop Rock, Brother Ali. Okay, um, Rhyme Sayers. Yeah, Rhyme Sayers. Or yeah, Death Jucks and yeah, yeah, yeah. Doom Tree and all those, yeah, that and whole like, squad. Yeah. And then, you know, and then you go through to like even like just, you know, some classic rappers that are still around. And then you've got like the new trap rap era, the SoundCloud rap era. Yeah. Which like, I don't like, I'm never, I'm not crazy about, but I also find myself guilty pleasuring it all the time. So sure. it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I mean, I, I think I try to like, it, find the good in all genre anyways so it's one of those things where it's just i think that's why it was a good conduit for me i've always been a lyric heavy person like that was kind of always what was like what drove me is just kind of like description and and big old vocabulary and stuff like that oh, so, so that's why you liked hollywood undead oh yeah yeah you know it you know no sixth grade like no it's like 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 seventh eighth grade me was just like horny as shit and had no idea what was going on what do you, you like <laughs> sure sure so real talk though you know around that time sixth seventh grade was that when you started to like find your own interests in music like what yeah did, that yeah. was about then like throughout um like uh my my um my mother was very very like overprotective so around that age was when like she couldn't overprotect <laughs> me anymore sure so yeah. it was like so i and and, and that was like I, it was like i also like broke out into a rebellious thing and like music became like who i am and like in a sense like it kind of still is. It's just I don't think I've, I'm I'm like, you know, 13 and stupid and like think I'm edgy and shit anymore, you know? Yeah. It's just more or less like, you know, you grow and you like kind of find a way to find your own conduit to express yourself. So you know? what was it like whenever you started to express yourself in the family and the people around you? Oh. What was it like? Like that discovery oh, as a teenager? Like, I was like a super emo kid, bro. Like the <laughs> like the bangs, the back spikes. Yeah. Like, oh, it was bad. I uh -huh. mean, like that was like that was easily seventh through like, and then it like phased out by ninth grade, and then I kind of just turned into like stoner hipster weeb kid. Sure. Like I don't know. I don't want to label myself, but like it was just more or less yeah. like, and. I just kept to myself more instead of like being seeking attention, uh, attention. seeking. <laughs> totally. So, you know, like I'm a few years older than you. Yeah, for sure. So like, you know, what would have been if I was your age in the time that you were your age? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. Like I probably would have been 1000% an emo kid as well. Yeah. But <laughs> I was years like uh, in front of that. So I yeah. was a little bit more like goth mall yeah, ratty yeah. industrial I, type i've seen some old pictures of you in like the uh like trip pants oh yeah and shit like that i'm rocking it man. oh yeah like, dude. yeah yeah sure. definitely no shame but i wonder if the same thing that happened to me happened to you because like you know there's like you have this i don't know there's i don't know what this drive was to like get out of bed and like actually like do my hair and like take time for either. all these things yeah exactly i, I don't like, either i don't know that drive anymore at all like i feel I like i kind of let myself grow long at this yeah, point i feel like, like i like got a job and then like i started like needing to like like i wasn't going to school anymore it was like now i got to get up and go to work or i'm up late and i'm going to work and it's yeah. like i just don't care yeah, about I, doing I, this anymore that was kind of how it was for me too because it was just like it, at any point like especially in high school it like it, like the emo kid kind of went away and then it was just like music kind of like i i, I thought that was like it, well i still think it is but like i thought that it was going to be more of my drive in a more professional sense because I, yeah. was, I was in like 
I was in choir. I was in like, uh, I was in like the jazz choir. I was in the jazz band. I was in the honors band. Like, and I, I played trombone. I probably still could. Um, <laughs> Rob, Rob from Back Alley, and like he plays a couple stuff on my things. Um, he's been like bugging me about. Oh, he's cool. like, get a trombone, learn to play trombone. I want you to play these things that. Um, I want you to play these things. I'm going to write scores. You're playing trombone on songs. And I was like, <laughs> and I'm just like, bro, give me like, if you have $700 lying around for a brand new trombone, I will play it for you. I sure. promise. Like, yeah. Um, though I, I, I didn't have like a beard when I played trombone. Usually. Oh, yeah. well, I mean, I was one of those kids that grew a beard at like 13, like full werewolf kind of shit. Like, so it was like, so like but usually i would shave it because well, yeah. like the mouthpiece is being emo with a beard is a very conflict of interest yes right? yes it, I, I believe so <laughs> like like i think you can pull off like dirty mustache sometimes but like sure you know, but, like, but i mean if you like, had the swoop did you ever see the swoop and the beard no not really i, I mean, think like maybe i think like the only combos it was like nowadays like the guitar player from under oath may have been the only oh, swoop and yeah beard. yeah yeah for sure <laughs> <laughs> so you know you you make it through school you make it out alive yeah 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 right did you do college or anything so i went to slippery rock for one year okay and um what were you trying to be when you grew up well i will originally i like had applied to for the music th therapy program okay and i didn't make it and so like but i got accepted in slippery rock so they just like i got thrown on um uncredited uh like or whatever the undecided undeclared and go yeah un uncredited uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i went on undeclared and then um i just spent i just got drunk for a year man like <laughs> like like to be honest with sure you, like, yeah that sorry mom <laughs> like yeah sorry ma like <laughs> uh -huh, so like i did i just and like honestly like i was miserable like I was so used to like functioning with like I had a job and I would do this and I would do that. And like I got up there and I applied at every job I, got, I could apply at that was walking distance and never got hired. And so I was just struggling the entire time. And like and then like and my mental health went down. So my performance went down. And then I just like there was just a point where I was just like not leaving my room and not talking to the friends I had made there or anything like that. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer because like. I hardly actually got to keep got to like really keep any meaningful relationships from Slippery Rock. And that does that bums me out because there are some really cool people I met there. And I definitely like wish I could like reconnect with some of them for sure. Yeah. So, you know, post Slippery Rock, then what year would that have been? 2013. 2013. All yeah. right. So what happens after that? 2013 happens and um, I start cooking. I Well, I get a dishwashing job and then. Um, a couple months like up in Slippery Rock or are you no, back in Pittsburgh? I was, I was in uh, South Hills. Okay. Um, and it was at um, the Atrias in McMurray, mm -hmm. which is like the second busiest one other than the original one. And it's like the night it it, 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 it was do it, it's really busy. And I pretty much just got my ass whooped for like six years there. And now I'm now I can cook professionally anywhere. It's really so nice. you went from like a dishwasher to cook like at to, that like, restaurant to like head saute. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah. What, what was that word you just said to me? Head saute okay head saute like i was i was You're wednesday through sunday okay. night saute all day every day then i moved and then what kind of happened so i was kind of like during that process um i became really good friends with shark and um and how did you two meet um we had a friend we had a mutual friend who like honestly we just like all got together and got stoned like, okay one day <laughs> tight and i had just been like at this point i had 
been writing. I had already like in high school, my senior year, Sully and I wrote about like at e like two EPs together, and they're not that good. We wrote we made them on a shitty digital eight track. In the so you bedroom. went to high school with Sully. Sully and I went to high yes. school. Yes. Okay. Cool. Yes. Yes. Sully and I were. Um, it's really funny that we're still roommates and really best, and really <laughs> close friends, and we were in a band together in high school and stuff. His band is awesome. Go check out Understatement. They're they're putting a new single out soon. They're super. I they, I listen to them practice in my house all the time. So <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> um, so like, and that was like, so that was what I had focused on like a whole bunch then like my senior year was like I was in a band with Sully and we were doing this and that and like we were like trying to do shows and we kind of got punked on a bunch of those like those early pay to plays oh yeah, yeah like, like gorilla productions gorilla productions that's exactly what it fucking was <laughs> that's exactly what it was um yeah yeah and um, yo that, that I don't whoever was in charge of that company needs to be charged for war crimes I swear but um like what it ha kind of happened was is I would in high school I kind of just had been like I loved hip hop and uh -huh. I like, I was really like, but I, at that point I was really into like who was popular at the time, like, like Lil Wayne and Kanye. And like, I hadn't really like explored a lot much more. Like I, I had like listened back to some classic stuff and like, I used to have this terabyte hard drive of just like shit. I would just pirate bay. And like, I would just like download discographies and just like listen to them because like, I just like, I like to like media dive and like constantly be influenced and like stimulated because it, I feel like it helps me write, write, in a different way every time I'm like doing something. So it's just like, like I'll like have like, I'll be like having an ebook on my phone. Like I've been going through stuff. Like I like read Jekyll and Hyde like oh, two weeks ago or three, like no, it was a month ago. And then I read the invisible man and then I'm trying to read one of these, um like some classic Japanese literature. Cause I'm a fucking weeb. <laughs> mm -hmm. Oh my God. I'm sorry. That's that okay. was gross. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, but, um, Oh, was it where? What, what were we talking about? What was the original question? Well, the original was, question was asked how you and Shark met. Oh, okay. So going back <laughs> to that. Oh my god. Sorry, I knew I was just gonna ramble. It's that. all good, um, dude. So Shark and I met via a mutual friend. At, oh, I was talking about how like I was how I like transitioned into rapping, and then Shark and I met. Like, so I transitioned into writing hip hop. It wasn't as like I didn't really know what I was like really writing about. I think I, at the beginning of it, I was like just imitating stuff and like trying to like write like like some of these cool like especially like in the when we met in like 2013 there was like like watching movies with the sound off had just come out i think like kendrick lamar's first album had just come out so there are all these like new style rappers and we were like mind blown because we had like liked stuff before and then we were like wow maybe we can do it and cole had made this album i don't i i don't know if i should like dox him and tell but he had this project called shark parker and the lost boys okay um and that was like his high school rap project oh cool and so like we kind of just like i was working at this gas station overnight like right before i'd started working at atria's when we actually just met and we listened to like Pusha T's number on the boards, and then we wrote a remix to it and, re and recorded it in his basement i still have it on my soundcloud on a private doc <laughs> yeah and then um, Cole and I, like, Cole was going to college for graphic design and just kind of, like, writing stuff. And then I was just kind of, like, sitting around writing stuff. And then we met Daily Grind. And um, that's Byron, if you've ever met Byron. Big blonde beard. Yeah. Um, that was kind of him. He was kind of like, it was me and Christian and Cole and Byron. And we all kind of just, like, hung out and got stoned all the time. And just, like, talked about art and, like, wrote stuff together. And, like, um... 
And then we met Daily Grind and we kind of just all assimilated and like just started like, honestly, at the beginning of that, it was kind of really toxic. No offense. I love all of you. But we were all we were doing was getting blackout drunk and going in in playing shows. It was like it was ridiculous. It was absolutely ridiculous for a while. Like and and then like, I mean, I'm not going to go into like the politics, but Daily Grind dissipated and Matt and Miles like then turned into Back LA Sound with Cole. As like, cause everyone was like, um, everyone was just like, Cole is an incredible lyricist. And I mean, and like he's on anything, like I've just been around. So I've just, all I've seen is watch him get better. And it's been nice because like, I've just sat here and gotten to write my own material. And then I started Must See TV. And then Must See TV is kind of on hiatus. Um, but then Yak the like uh, this, I didn't expect this to happen. Studio 22 is kind of like, Sam and Miles, his little brainchild. And in January, they were just like, hey, we're going to make music for you now and with you. And like, we're going to yeah. like do it. And like, and I was just like, yes, that's cool. And then we made off the map like, like in, in a day, like start to finish off the map was made in one day. I didn't even have it all written. I just went. And then um, the EP started getting crafted after that. Yeah. Musty um, TV is going to come back. We're going to actually like, and put it in the put it in studio 22 it's just i'm just letting kai do his own thing for now he's he's on a couple tracks on the ep actually he's just ported in some scratches for us and they sound really good um uh, but um yeah it's kind of been that that's been kind of like the whole history so far yeah (laughs) so you know there's a, a a lot to dig into there for anybody that doesn't know like the, the people that are involved yeah 100 um, percent. it's not that complex i'll try to break it down simply yeah yeah, yeah. so that's uh, right. it's i'm sorry. rewinding no it's totally <laughs> chill because these are all things totally worth talking about so okay. rewinding just a bit you recorded this ep and it was written at studio 22 yes which is a new ish studio recording space type thing it opened in february yeah, in it's, february yeah. it's in the south on my side birthday. yeah it's in the, in south, the south side of pittsburgh uh run by sam and everybody else in that sort sam of crew and miles, sam and miles and rob and, rob and, and spencer yeah um, yeah it's you know the four they own it and then there's you know, members and so stuff. you know we can call it you know the back alley sound and friends back or, alley sound and friends or three river circus if three that's still continuance yeah like, yeah like whatever you, like there's this you know that whole medley of people right yeah, yeah yeah and uh you know you that's how i we formally met each yeah, other yeah. The, was through that whole crew of yes. people right so rewinding just a bit yeah. You had mentioned that you and Shark wrote a song and recorded it in his basement. We've recorded, I think there's th- two or three that we recorded in his, like, it was his girlfriend at the time's basement, and we just threw up a fucking mattress and, yeah. like, recorded it on GarageBand. I know they're on SoundCloud. I still have them. <laughs> so, at the time, was that the first time that you had ever tracked anything? Um, no. Um, I had tracked a little like three track acoustic EP with my buddy it, when I was in high school. And then Sully and I tracked on this digital like like little eight track digital thing. And he would just like hit a couple buttons and just put it up in front of us and just like sing it. And we just try our best to make it sound as demo-y as possible. Sure. <laughs> but like, yeah, I guess that was the first time that like I had actually like track something on like oh no no it was the second time i'd actually because the first time i'd actually track something on a screen i don't remember if it was if it was a um god what 
think it was either it was either Logic or whatever the um, Apple um, Garage Band. Yeah, Garage Band. Yeah. Then, so, you know, had you released any music online prior to that, and did those songs really even get like an online release, or were they just kind of put up on SoundCloud and shared with friends? Kind of put up on SoundCloud and shared with friends, pretty much. Like, yeah. Um, most yeah, anything up until like. The first must see TV song, anything I ever worked on, except up to the first must see TV song, which was put out in like 2018, no, 20, yeah, 2018 was like, it was never had like an official release. It like, so it was, yeah, it was pretty much just like, yeah, it's, it's on SoundCloud here. You can listen to it if you want. Yeah. That's cool. Like, <laughs> so, you know, was there any particular reason for, you know, waiting so long to put stuff out or was it just kind of how how the cookie crumbled well honestly you know it was it was a handful of things it's not like i had ever stopped writing yeah totally yeah um i think lyrics are my strong point like in like especially like i quit smoking three years ago i'm still on the vape but like i already noticed that my vocal range is already better and the more i work at it the stronger my voice gets because i used to do it every day but i was smoking then so like i'm hoping that there'll be an actual difference and i can like switch it up more and do different things but like um wait say that again i'm sorry <laughs> yeah i'm so I'm, i feel so bad like it's all good I, I knew i was gonna like just ramble and trail off and forget like half of the conversations sometimes. all good all good i was just um, asking you about um we were talking about like the trajectory and how you know it took some time to get something officially oh, released yeah, uh, yeah because well you know it was just one of those things where for a while um you know i like i'm gonna say i'll say this like i at the moment like i believed in like daily grind at the moment and i was just like writing stuff and like we were and i was talking about collabing with miles and brad and matt and shark was too for a long time before like this even had happened and then like it transitioned and then you know we kept talking about collabing and making stuff and doing things and it's just like you know back at the sound kind of just like right like went and I was just kind of like, hey, man, like, I'm just going to be here and support you. And like, it, like, and I'm just going to keep working on me. And I think that we'll just get there because we're all just like here want to work with each other and make music. And that's kind of what the studio turned into for me. I'm really I feel really like blessed and lucky to have friends like this, you know, like, but yeah, yeah, like that's kind of it. Like, I feel like I was I've spent I just spent a lot of time being like support, like just like knowing and wanting to be support. And like believing in my friends, you know, like, yeah, you know, that was kind of like, at least that's kind of where I just thought I was. I knew that like I was writing stuff and I wanted to do things, but like I just didn't really have like a catalyst. I didn't really have someone that was just going to be like, hey, man, I want to help you. And then it then it just happened. Mm -hmm. Even I mean, I mean, everyone it's not like everyone around me wasn't like, hey, man, I want to help you. It's just like everyone was like focused. We, we were just hustling, man. Three for circuit. They were doing like back. I was doing like like almost two shows a weekend plus they were trying to throw other shows under the three river circus stuff and we were doing that and that was just exhausting like i was beat and i wasn't even in there like but i was there all all the time like helping out like and stuff like that i don't know i love them yeah. I, I wouldn't I, I i wouldn't i wouldn't have anything without them like yeah. like and i i know that for sure <laughs> like well, they're I, all my best friends like mm -hmm. i think that you know so much about uh a successful uh i don't want to use the word career but uh for lack of a better word 
in this uh, moment. It's so important to have like a solid base around you and like your environment is everything, right? Um, you had mentioned, you know, the first, there was some time where it was maybe spent a little bit more, you know, hanging out around a bottle and some, yeah, some, some, some weeds and things yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Now, did you find that like whenever, you got out of that that product like productivity overall seemed to increase or did it really not have any much of an effect on the productivity well, honestly i um you know i would say over like the last couple like like from 2015 to now like our crew went from like party hardy to like old man alcohol <laughs> like we're <laughs> like where it's just like oh man like this hangover, I'm not drinking for a week. Like, and like, so it's just, and like, I, I think it has like, I don't know. Quarantine was a little rough. Cause me and miles kind of like had like, you know, just like filled the kitchen up and went hard for a couple months. And then like a couple months ago, I was like, I think we need, I think we need to chill out. Like, just, and it's been like, it's been good, man. Like, I feel like, I mean, in, in, I mean, I had made that decision like right around the start of like the studio being like, Hey, it's time for your shit. And I, and I was just like, Oh, okay. So it's been like, it's been helpful because like, I can just be like, all right, I'm just going to like, like right now it's just like, I'm going to just like focus on, um, trying to, trying to get, trying to like write and get some new material for like new stuff. And like essentially like play a bunch of video games, write a bunch of music. And that's pretty much all I've been doing. And it's been good for me, man. Like I, I, I definitely feel mentally healthier than I have in a lot in like since like since January when I was like invited in and started yeah. to do this than I have in a long time. And it's very nice. Like, like yeah, <laughs> no, I, I I agree. You know, I've been feeling really good about life recently. I'm in the process of trying to write new music, though. Yeah. And I find that being in a good mood isn't good for my music. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Sometimes, <laughs> like, like honestly, I'll, I'll tell you, like, I've been, I've been, like, I, I've been getting into, like, doing Twitch streaming and stuff like that. And some, and, like, I've been going, like, late hours. And sometimes I'll just force myself to, like, stay awake after it and write because I'm miserable. Like, I'm, like, physically just destroyed. And I'm, like, I don't know why you're working right now, but, like... It's five in the morning and I'm going to write like at least like a good couple lines. I'm going to like them tomorrow. And then I do. And it's like that was that was actually me at five in the morning this morning. Yeah. Well, because like, I don't know the EP. I'm already writing new material. Like I'm a couple songs in already. Yes. Yeah. Like because I'm just I'm just trying to be like motivated and like like have like just keep going, <laughs> you know, at least um, because I just like. I don't know. I used to have like huge bouts of like writer's block and I'm just like, I don't want to like lose, lose the wheels that I feel like I've had turning for the last couple of months. And I'm just like, just like, okay, let's keep it going. Let's keep it going before like you feel like you're going to fall off for a little bit. I'm not trying to like exhaust myself, but I'm trying to like, like keep it at a steady pace. You know what I mean? Like I go in the studio once a week. That's enough time for me to like take like some of the stuff we're writing and like really wrap my head around it and like come back and focus on like, focus on it and like work on it and really do something with it it's nice you know yeah do you, it's just like a nice little scheduled thing that i do it's like a brain dump it's like therapy <laughs> yeah you know you know now that you have this resource it's really cool to see that you're taking advantage of it and just being persistent i think yeah. that that's like the one thing that most of 
I guess, our peers that I talk to where they really fuck up is it's just not being persistent. Like it yeah. doesn't matter if you're actually able to accomplish anything, but like yeah. you have to be persistent in trying to yeah, accomplish for sure. stuff. For sure. I mean, like that's, I mean, you know, the first thing to do is just to do it, you know, like it, it, the sense of it is, is like, you know, I, I now have material and now I'm going to be like, hey, I have material. You know what I mean? I don't like have like I don't expect instant gratification from it or anything. Yeah, because like I've been around the like I've been around the like I've seen like like my so my friends who I think are like absurdly good, talented, like like you guys, normal creatures. Gray Walker. I'm excited for your record, by the way. Thanks. man. Is it the one about roller coasters? I mean, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just I remember I think I saw a stream one time where you were like, it's it's there's some songs about roller coasters. <laughs> I was like, yes, roller coaster, <laughs> roller coaster metal invented by Brian Sykes. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, it's just been it's just been a good time <laughs> so i mean you know the the cool thing about the perspective that you have um i actually think you have a really good balanced potentially i could be wrong i'm just assuming these things I'm, but i think I'm, you have a, i don't think my ego is gonna somehow giantly eat me and I'm sure morph into something it's like, like yeah it, like <laughs> even though you know you're just getting this ep out now you know your yeah. first air quote solo effort under yeah. yak the atlas right you've been around multiple people and multiple projects and you've seen how releases work out you see how shows go you understand how all of these things work it's like you've been even though you haven't like released anything personally, like by proxy, you've been a part of so much stuff that's already happened over the past five, six years. And it really helps me be patient. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like it just, it, it helps me like curb my expectations. I mean, yeah, you know how long like, something takes. Yeah. Like I, and I'm, and I'm not like discouraged really. Like, and that's what I kind of mean by like, I'm already writing something new because like, I'm just like, like I, I'm not like expecting, like, I don't have like, like I really am proud of this EP. You've heard it. Like, um, shh. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but like you know, it's just like one of those things where it's like, but, but I should, but, and I'm, I'm happy with it. But I've also listened to it like for like an absurd amount of hours. So I'm just like, I want to write something else. That's kind of what Sam and I were like. We're like, yes, new things. Yeah, you, new yeah, things. Yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah, it was like four months, like a four month process yeah you have to keep you have to keep pushing and yeah. like you got to get yourself into this schedule where you're able to always be ahead of the ball because yeah. fucking you know like that's something this, i learned like, from you like because like 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 literally i've watched like like i, I mean like I know that you're probably already like up on another normal creatures, like at least some of it. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and you and you just we put have... out that record like a month or two. Ago. Yes, like yes, yes. We have quite a bit of new material. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like <laughs> that's kind of like where I'm trying. Like, and and like it's just like you know, it's nice to have a cache of like extra stuff. Like, yeah, because that... like realistically, it's gonna take a everything takes longer than you think it's going to uh -huh, be like, but it's always good to just have that stuff in the bag so you know like you're at a point now where like we're going to be playing shows again and like mm -hmm. you're going to start promoting this ep and then you start to pick up some steam yeah and then 
what happens if you haven't done anything else in the back burner? Yeah. It's like, oh shit, okay, well, there's no more shows to play right now. Yeah, for sure. And I don't have any new material that I haven't been working on behind the scenes. Yeah, and it's and so and then you're kind of like you're sitting here in a drought because like, you know, you don't want to play the same show over and over. Yeah. And like, you know, I mean, like you you flick you like you pop out shit different kinds of sets of shows every time. You got like the big screens and like you have a whole different different theme of everything it's like that's some stuff that like i would love to get to one day like looking up to you being like I like <laughs> but um you know but it's just like one of those things where it's like i definitely even already know that like actually part of it is even like me getting these me getting some of these news like me getting a new like thing done is actually kind of crucial to me doing shows because like this like this ep isn't i don't isn't really long enough to do a full half hour set yet sure and like one of it one of them has a two rapper feature that like i oops um (laughs) (laughs) dude i'm just leaking all my shit on sykes and stuff listen (laughs) listen nobody cares no one cares no one cares at all it's fine i'm just i can't wait like i can't wait to do another one like a year or two from now and just actually just start like if, like leaking oh, yeah. all my shit just be like since i'm on sykes's podcast again i'm gonna just gonna tell all the tell you all this stuff right now also i love you like yeah <laughs> but um but yeah so like one of them has like a two rapper feature on it and i'm like and you know i don't really want to do like like you see all these like um you know the, the big popular rappers that like they'll just play a song that isn't even their song but it's like the popular chart rapper one and they'll only play their verse of it and then oh, they'll yeah. just move on to another song and i'm just like i'm never gonna do that you know yeah like, like, yeah there's there's a really weird representation of um mainstream hip-hop and rap and pop in a live environment that like i do not fuck with it all yeah it's very weird like i just i don't get it like i i I'm, but i think that for some people they don't notice the difference yeah because a lot of times like if you go to like a nightclub yeah there's like djs that will only play like the hook of popular songs and then move on to the next so yeah. they could cram more music into a set of course so i think there's a lot of live artists in that realm that perform their songs in the same way yeah but i think maybe since we came up on maybe more rock and that sort of a structure of a song it's yeah, like yeah. we want to see the whole song performed and we yeah. we actually like the other parts of the song yeah, besides yeah, sure. the hook yeah yeah it's like we we definitely we want to i want to hear that bass line on uh, right there it's that's super neat like you know like yeah and not uh, and not just like uh whatever uh booty 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 rocking everywhere yeah i mean like, yeah <laughs> it's, it's it's weird you know there's just like different shout out yang yang twins <laughs> absolutely there's just uh different <laughs> fucking different ways to enjoy things and different ways to present your art but i think it's definitely crucial to know like what you want to do there's no right or wrong way yeah exactly. other than like what you want to do it's your fucking it's your shit yeah like i mean like it's even kind of like you know the the name is kind of like a joke because well uh you know my name's jacob but um <laughs> hi and, jacob yeah yeah um <laughs> but uh yeah yak is like kind of like it was kind of like a name that Christian, the pianist of the back alley and uh, shark kind of just like it, it was them just being lazy because it was like Jacob, Jacoby, Jacob, Yak. And they just were like, yep, we're just going to call you Yak now. And then I was like, and I like I used to have a different pseudonym that I would like rap under. And it, it was called Jake Chaos. And it was 
Wow, that's back to the Hollywood Undead type vibes right there. I mean, like it wasn't like I was. It wasn't really like uh, I didn't. It wasn't. It didn't sound like Hollywood Undead. It was more like it was. It was kind of. I get it. It was um, very MySpacey. Yeah, very MySpacey. You know what my high school rapper name was? Hmm. B Nuts. Noise. I love it. Uh, Jake Chaos feet B Nuts on our. uh, We'll we'll put it on SoundCloud and we'll just like do a little secret secret collab. Put it on a Reverb Nation. Yeah, yeah. Put it on Reverb Nation. Yeah, let's go. Um, and then uh, the Atlas. To be honest with you. Um, I've come like I, like I, I came up with a reasoning behind it, but like it's honestly because if type in yak to like Spotify or Apple Music or anything, and there's like eight different yaks or like sure. eight different this or Yakko's World, the the Animaniacs song. I would love to get like you know how Wale has those Seinfeld albums. Or have you ever heard of those? No. Okay, so um, Wale has these Seinfeld albums. The first one was just like an album about nothing or something. And then the second one, he actually got Seinfeld to like narrate it. Oh, cool. Which is like wild. So what I would love to do is do a Yakko's world and get fucking Rob Paulson to narrate an album with me. (laughs) That would be the dream right there. And, but, um, but, uh, it was essentially for algorithm sense, just like, so you type in yak comma the Atlas and then no one else is going to pop up, but me, you know what I mean? And that was just kind of the only reasoning for it. I also said, it's kind of all compassing because it's like, I also think that like a lot of this is like, gonna like a lot of these songs are just going to be like an evolution of me and me kind of searching, not really for like myself, but kind of, you know what I mean? That's kind of like the first EP is called stay astray. Like, you know, and it's just, so it's like, it's kind of a concept of me kind of like evolving over time and like looking around and looking through the world, like the Atlas, you know? So like, at least that's what I found for myself out of it, even though it was originally for one reason, but like, that's at least what I tell myself to make myself feel good. (laughs) Yeah. You know, with performing this stuff in a live environment, yeah, that's something I'm, I'm I'm interested to start like getting into. Sam and I have been like talking about trying to set it up. We're like trying to get some some like extra people and studio members to like get together. Cause, like because there's a couple other guys like uh, Julian Atwater and um, Louie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Louie, Louie's doing a lot of stuff there, too. And then um, young guy Burkett is also in there right now. So we're kind of been like all talking about how we're going to like get because we want to do like a mostly live band stuff and have like kind of like rotating band members. But like I'm going to let Sam talk about that when he gets on here because he told me not to talk too much about 22 so he could talk about it when he gets on. That's fine. No worries. No worries. No worries. My my main question, though, was just like uh, basically in a live environment. Are you planning on trying to put together a band or are you just going to do this like, you know, backtracks and you DJ or is it going to be whatever you need to do for whatever the gig calls for? I kind of think it's going to be a mixture of both. I mean, like the I would love to have a final form band all the time, but like I'm probably going to like do a mixture of both. If I can like I'll probably like we've been talking about getting like doing like DJ NPC and then like bass and sax. Yeah. And like kind of like doing like kind of a fusion of both. Mm-hmm. And then um, and then like I'm also like not a big fan of like like, you know, people rapping over their own tracks. So like we're going to be I'm, I'm also like going to be doing edits where we like where I just like make sure I'm doing all of it myself and stuff and practicing it, and, you know, figuring it out. Honestly, it's been real nice because I, I just have to like. It's e- it's it's much easier when you've recorded it to learn your shit. <laughs> like, sure. <laughs> sure. 
Well, I will say that very much so because yeah. I had it like I had a, like when I was doing stuff shows from with Must See TV, it was so difficult. Like because I, I I write a lot of sometimes I write some real complex rhyme patterns where it's just like this word rhymes with this word rhymes with this word rhymes with this word and it's just tongue twisters and I'm just like, why did I do this to myself? Sure, like, you know that that's the one thing that a lot of rappers fuck up on is like the whole like writing in the studio or just like writing and then recording and there's never really like a rehearsal period where yeah, you yeah, get to it's like been real nice for me because i've just been stuff. like it's real nice for me because i can just sit there and be like okay this is how i did it this is how i did it all right we're going we're going like it, it's just nice because like i i just feel much more confident actually now about like in the like it's really funny because i actually feel more confident about performing my stuff because i have like I can just hear myself do it and I know what it's I know that this is right now. Yeah. And before I would like not remember if it was right, but now I know it's right. <laughs> so like so it, it's it's an easy I guess for me it's going to I think it will be easier when I like when we get into like doing some real like some more real rehearsals probably like I assume we're probably going to start doing stuff soonish. I don't know. Yeah. I'm there, I'm there all the time. I like live there half the time. Like sometimes I'll just like, sometimes I will wake up and Sam is nudging my hand and he's like, want to go to Nadine's? And I'm like, it's nine in the morning. And he's like, yeah, it's like, it's not Tuesday, is it? And he's like, because that's my studio. He's like, no, I just want to go to Nadine's hangout studio. I'm just like, yeah, sure. Okay. I'll get up and I'm, I'm not doing shit today. Like, yeah. So it's just been like, it's been fun, man. Like I've just been having a good time with this right now. It's, you know, like, and it's really funny because like, it, it's like, it's nice that it actually just all started happening on the back end of quarantine. Cause if this was all the beginning, I think we would have all gone crazy by now in the sure. studio. You know, I think that, you know, I, I think that everybody reacted to things differently. I don't think that we would have been able to have as much new normal creatures material as yeah, we yeah, do sure. had it not been for um the pandemic and not i don't think i would have had any of this like <laughs> i mean granted we could have just been very uh patient and not played any shows yeah yeah. because yeah. basically what happened is is like you know we only have so much time in a week as i'm sure yeah you know it goes so any of the time that we used to spend fucking rehearsing or playing shows we just focused on writing and that's all we fucking did no yeah yeah that's kind of what happened with um that's kind of what happened, how the studio came up. Yeah, essentially. It was nice to um, have that time so put that to put there. energy into other yeah. things. Yeah, but sure. now moving forward, it's like, you know, there's a lot of people that I'm seeing that are like playing a lot of shows already. And I'm just like, Ugh. have we learned anything over yeah, the past yeah. year? I mean, if that's what you really want to like do. I mean, I've if you're like, the yeah. last couple of days are like tour announcement, tour announcement, yeah. tour announcement, tour announcement. And like the thing that kind of surprised me was is is like some of them are like in like two weeks you know like like and they're like bigger acts and i'm just like guys like wait till like september dude like like or like at least like or at least like like fall like i feel like like uh the stuff like i get it summer tour season huge yeah. you know but it's just like it's still like it, the herd immunity is still not here you and know like <laughs> i think like and the other thing too is like supply and demand people yeah. are gonna get burned out really fucking quick yeah you know like it happened to me because there's all these shows that granted the shows aren't happening soon yeah but it's just like 
this concert's happening, this concert's happening, this concert's happening. And then like it got to the point where like Slipknot got announced and I'm just like, God damn it. I'm tired of fucking buying tickets to concerts. Yeah, dude, Anthony Green came to town like two weeks oh, ago yeah. and I missed it. And I've seen him almost every time he's come to Pittsburgh. And I was just and I was just kind of like, this is weird. Like, I just like I, I, I could have. I just mentally was like, I don't think I'm just I don't think I'm going to go. I don't really feel like going to whatever winery that is like mm-hmm. it, and like and I, so it was just like it was weird though because like I feel like before it I would have been like before the pandemic I would have been like desperate like to like try and go like yeah and I feel like but I mean I also used to like live at D's and now I now D's is open again and I've gone like four times like you know me and Mandy living at D's <laughs> <laughs> Um, so just like, I feel like, I don't know. I just feel like a lot of my attitudes have changed over this. Like, I, I don't know. It's been, it's been a little weird. I think that like, as I was saying, when you got, when I walked in, you guys were like, how are you doing? I was like, just being a hermit, being a hermit. Like, yeah. And like, I've been like, but the thing is, is I'm like pretty content with being a hermit at the moment, you know? Same. And Like, like, yeah, I'm having like a hard time, like even just like dealing with like, the way that my activity of my inbox has been recently, <laughs> because now it's like everybody kind of left me the fuck alone for a year. Yeah. And now it's like back to like, Hey, you know, do you know anybody that can do this? Do you want to play this show? Do you know, you know, like people yeah, asking yeah, me, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. can I come on the podcast? Blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah. it's like a lot. And like, yeah. oh, it's, I, imagine, I, I used man. to handle it before. And then for it kind of sure. went away. And now that it's coming back, I'm like, Oh, fuck, man. Where did I, I didn't miss this? Yeah, no, like there's just all the busy comes yeah, back. Like, like, how do I how do I move forward in a way that is is healthy and good for me? Exactly. exactly. Like even this weekend, we had to reschedule this day. Yeah, for sure. Because my whole weekend got completely fucked because yeah. all of these things are coming in. And I'm like, holy shit. Luckily, I'm still in limbo. And I was just immediately like, hey, I got you to worry about it. Like, yeah. I, believe me, man, like I'll. Believe me, man, I love having conversations with you. We always have good, we always bullshit pretty well. So I was like, we're, we're going to do this. I am on two hours of sleep and I will come be nonsensical with you. <laughs> like, well, I don't think we were totally nonsensical. I think we got some good meat and meat and bones in there. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Me like, <laughs> no, no, totally, totally, bro. Um, you know, with, with, everything let's hold on one second i'm thinking i'm thinking you got this i believe in you thinking so in terms of the streaming aspect of things that you're doing with your with your free time yeah are you just doing like video game shit are you playing on video games i i mean like I um do like I eventually like um well one of the things that Kai's been working on in the musty TV aspect is he's kind of set up this whole like like he wants to do this whole like it's kind of like a room of room of like synthesizers and all these other toys and he kind of wants to set up this this like thing where we do like uh where he d- makes a bunch of live loops and I just like do some like cipher verses over it mm-hmm. like and we do that once a week on like the musty TV page and I just host it on mine. But like, yeah, I pretty much just play video games, man. Like the thing about that was just like, I'm playing them anyways, might as well, you know, 
I don't really have like it's like one of those things where it's like I don't think I'm gonna be the next like fucking I don't know huge YouTube streamer Twitch streamer Jacksepticeye Markiplier mother like you know like but like I just I just don't mind like you know I don't mind people coming in and being like I love Kingdom Hearts while I'm playing Kingdom Hearts you know yeah it's kind of like where I'm at like I do want to get like a nice computer so I can like port some like like 64 and some Nintendo Switch stuff. Because there's a lot of Nintendo Switch stuff I want to do. They put but they put like two giant NES packs on it. And ooh, I'm I wanna play them real bad. Yeah. <laughs> they like there's the uh the one, what is it, the Super Mario 2, uh, where you're Yoshi and it's baby Mario and it's the okay. crying baby forever and it's just pain. But so the game Yoshi's so Island. Yeah, yeah, the Yoshi's yeah, Island. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yeah, I, I I was playing that one and then I got frustrated because well, number one, the baby whining is awful, and then number two, it's just like that actually that some of those bosses were kind of tough. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. But um, I don't know, man. I've just been like kind of nerding out, that's all. Like just trying to enjoy enjoy some of this time in limbo that i have before i like have to go go uh cook some more again and smell like grease all day every day and be sad (laughs) yeah so in terms of like the cooking you know is it something that you enjoy i do like to cook it's just that um work sucks yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's one of those things where it's like honestly like i could like you could probably like hit me up and we could like go grocery shopping and I can make you like some banging ass shit. You know what I mean? Because, and I would just be like, I'm a, I'm a go outside, smoke a joint and come in and I'm just going to crush this. And you're gonna be like, damn Jake, you can cook good. And I'm like, yeah, but like the problem is, is, you know, years and years of high volume, like high volume ass whooping kind of just destroys it for you a little bit sure. on the inside. Like, and you know, there are some line cooks that'll be like, suck it up. Da, 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 da. But I'm just like, no, you just aren't enjoying yourself, man. You're like, like talent, like, that's something like some of that culture is like super toxic man. like like they just are like, oh, yeah, work 60 hours a week on shit wages. And that's just what you do. And like, you know, and that part of that, like line cook culture is like just I hate it. You know what I mean? Like, sure. Like just in the sense of like, I don't know, I I, 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 I don't know. I follow a lot of like random like cook cook pages and stuff like that. And I see a lot of just like really just like, oh, no, like. This is just how it is. Like you work 80 hours a week until you die because you're in the kitchen industry. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like that's just like not how like people should be living their lives, even though it's like a trade that I learned. But like I also like feel like I learned it out of desperation at first and then I started to love it and then I died. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. like and that's kind of how it went. Like, like and and especially like since I moved up to uh, the city, it's been like a lot of it's been like they uh i start somewhere they see that i'm i'm probably better than most of their cooks they um then start to give me more more responsibility with le- not more money yeah that the dude that's and every like, my, my, my <laughs> biggest advice in and, life is to never show anybody your full deck. Yeah. Like, Don't let people know what you're capable of because they'll expect way too much from you. Yeah. And it's just not to sound and, shitty, but it's like, and it always, it ends up like, and it always ends up that way. Like is ever since I like moved from, moved from Cannonsburg to, to Mount Oliver and been like, and I've been here for like four years now. Um, well, I've been here for four years now. Cool. Um, time flies, but um, yeah, ever since every place it's like, I start and then I learn the restaurant and that's all I really need to know is once I learn your menu and I'll learn everything, I'm fine. Like 
there's like a handful of stuff. Like I don't know a lot of Asian stuff, like Asian cooking stuff. But like otherwise, it's like I know Italian, Germanic, all of like a whole bunch of different kind of stuff. I don't really know a lot of French, fancy French shit either. Mm. I only got to do a couple like French wine dinners at Atria's and it was not very much like I, I would do like one like I would just do like a hundred one at one French appetizer while someone else was doing like a hundred of like the entree. And it was yeah. like, yeah, that was Atria's was crazy for me because it would just be like, good morning, buddy. Like, why don't you heat up uh, like when I was in saute, if I came in in the morning, it'd be like, why don't you heat up like 12 pans of pasta sauce and 12 pans of soup? Also, you have to like make like 60 parm chickens for this catering in the back. Good morning. We open in an hour and I'm like, oh, thank you. And then but I was fine with that. And it was. But the thing about it is, is at the time, like I didn't realize that like what I had, they were paying like Atreus was paying me like like 1150 and like w- like for stuff that I was should have been making like manager money for like and it was in. Like when I realized that and I moved up here, it immediately got raises. And but like the thing about it is, is again, then it turned into the like they went, "Oh, you're good. How about you like do this and this now?" And, uh-huh. Like, and I'm just, it's like, yeah, it's like, like, yeah, totally, <laughs> totally. I, I, dude, I totally get it. So, two questions. Sure. One, in terms of cooking for yourself or yeah. cooking for other people, is there like one secret go-to sort of ingredient or thing that you always love to fuck with that maybe people overlook when cooking at home? Oh, man. Um, you know, it's really funny because, like, where where I'm living at right now, like, our, 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 oven, and our oven is broken. <laughs> <laughs> so, like... So it's been one of the spam risk spam risk, baby. That's my new rapper name. Spam risk. That would do really good. That would do really good. (laughs) Probably. All right. Ingredients. You don't have Um, a working oven. Got it. Um, so yeah, I don't have, we don't have a working (laughs) oven right now. So like a lot of times I've been like trying to be like, um, I've been trying to like, make something cool. And I've just been like, Oh yeah, my oven doesn't fucking work. Like, (laughs) so I was just like, what have I been doing? You know what I really used to love doing was um, there's this old couple that used to come in and they would um, they would ask me and like this wasn't on the menu. But they would ask me for a shrimp cocktail every Monday. Oh, OK. And it was like they were like it was like this like 90 year old dude and his 70 year old girlfriend. And they were like <laughs> nice. And there was this old old server named uh, Dave Schmidt. He was this um, sweet gay old alcoholic man who was just. <laughs> great server that was there all the time and he would just come in and be like jake can you get on their shrimp cocktail and i will tell you the shrimp cocktail recipe real easy it's just whole black pepper bay leaves and lemon juice in the water as you boil and oh and um an actual and just like a sprinkle of bay seasoning and then it's perfect perfect shrimp cocktails easy peasy lemon squeezy and actually the only thing i thought about that is i actually have a bag of shrimp in the freezer that i could use to do this for i'm kind of mad at myself for thinking about it right now (laughs) (laughs) but um like honestly i the other thing i just kind of make make stretch is cajun seasoning like i just i can like make something with Cajun and you'll be like, I don't even taste the Cajun. And I'll be like, but you do like, I promise you do. (laughs) Sure. Now on the flip, is there anything after working in the restaurant industry for years that you can't stomach eating personally? 
Oh my god. Honestly, it's there's a there's a handful of things that like I just won't trust half the time. Like um I don't really like I hardly trust burgers. <laughs> okay. Just straight up unless I cook them. Like like there's like like I will literally like at people like I'll be at restaurant like people at restaurants that like I like worked with. I will I would literally there were people there that I would just like not like I wouldn't let cook burgers for people. I would like because I'd just be like, how? How do you not? Know? I don't. I don't get it. Uh, fine, fine. Sure. Okay. Like yeah. Um. Also, like. Um. A lot of like, chicken is ruined for me. To be honest with you, like, just like, in general, just seeing like how some places, like some places are like. I'm not. I'm not saying all places, <laughs> but I'm saying some places, like have a pretty bad tendency of like how they take care of their raw chicken. And it's just like, I, I, and I'm, um, and I've, I've been at those places and it's a bummer sometimes, you know what I mean? It's some like, Oh, it's kind of a bummer. Cause sometimes it's like, I've literally been there and I've been like, if I wasn't here to know that this is food and health safety, like I have a serve safe, you know, like, so it's like, if I didn't know this, like this, this like Southside scumbag is not going to know that like, like is not going to know this. Like I, he does not like, and so it's just like one of those things where every time I was there, just like this is common sense. They don't know that though. Like, you know, they're just trying to get a quick buck. Like, um, but like, I don't know. Like, so like, I'm just saying, um, be more cautious in some of the, like, uh, <laughs> South Side bars. <laughs> like, like, I just didn't want to talk shit because, like, I love South Side. Yeah. And, like, but, like, I'm just, I'm just saying, man, I've worked in almost all of them. <laughs> like, um, and I'm, I'm not dropping names, though. Like, no, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. Um, like, believe me, I definitely, like, if I were to, if, like, I, I, I haven't really, like, gotten. I've been kind of trapped on that side of the river since I've like moved up here. I haven't really gotten to like come over to Lawrenceville and like explore or Troy Hill and explore as much. So like, this is like, like I th- I used to like see a girl that like is over here somewhere, but I think that's the most, most I've been up to. This is like the most uh-huh. I've been to Troy Hill since I've been up here. So it's just like, I, I, I definitely like wish I could, I definitely want to uh, go explore Lawrenceville and like some of the food places over there a little more personally because i assume that some of them are pretty decent so do you find that like you have an interest in like checking out restaurants and an interest in trying other people's cooking even though you've had like bad experiences in the kitchen well i mean that's just because like i know what it's like back there you know i'm just saying i'm and it's not even like i'm like saying like horror stories i'm just saying like real being realistic yeah is all i'm saying um but no of course i do like um you know like there's something that like when I said like I like I, since I quit smoking is like I have a palate again oh, instead of just yeah. like wanting to eat hot shit all the time uh-huh. because that was like because I could hardly taste anything and so I was just like hot shit I can feel it so it, it gives me joy. <laughs> um, I think I was there at like um, what was that backyard podcast you did with the like you did the little hot ones taste test oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, thrift yeah. store uh uh-huh. uh thrifty or whatever yep. um yeah yeah I, I remember doing all of those with you guys and just being like this is fine like <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I always wanted to do some do the hot ones thing. I think I I think I could last. Yeah. Like I think the you know, I think as long as you get past a bomb, you're fine. Like yeah. well, I mean, the bomb is not fair because it's like it's base. It's a cheat code. It's synthetic. It's yeah, not yeah. like it tastes like battery acid. Yeah, I mean, it practically like, is. <laughs> it's gross, you know. But there's like some really good hot sauces that yeah, for sure aren't. You, you have one. Yeah. Yes, we do have one. Uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, Stacy, you okay in there? Oh no. Well, um. So, Jake, Yak, yeah, you got an EP coming out soon. Yeah, ish. Do you have a release date? Yes, I do. Um, it is August twenty second. It's called Stay Astray. The um, first two singles are out for it. Uh, Off the map and Dreamcatcher. They're available on all your streaming services. And then uh, a new, I have a new single called Street Rat Fan Club coming out. Um, july 22nd we're putting releases out hopefully on the 22nd of every month for the rest of this year and hopefully into next year all right that's pretty much all <laughs> my plugs oh yeah you can follow me on at yak does things and all your stuff but you don't have to if you don't want to i get it <laughs> no follow this guy he's a he's a he's a good dude talented songwriter thank you buddy i appreciate you good spirit nothing else to really say about yeah, that i think we i think we i think we nailed it i think we had a good talk good time yeah grew a little closer together shared souls for a little bit broke stacy somehow yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know stacy's like tripping over boxes in the other room not too sure what's going on but it's all good and um with that being said i'm gonna do an outro sounds good my man and that is all folks thanks so much for being here one more time Yak the Atlas, thank Later. you. I'll be back again in a couple days or next week or next month. I don't know how much I give a shit about doing this anymore, to be completely honest with you, but I'll be back. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat 2021. Woo, woo. Thanks for listening. And we're oh. done, my friend. That's a podcast. Yeah, let's go. Fist bump. Woo. Yeah, we nailed that. Yeah. <laughs>